I just learned the best spell of all. What's that? Sleep. Welcome to my alchemical bromance. This is Eric Arneson. I am coming to you from a uh, hotel outside of North Bend, Oregon. This is a podcast episode that I'm just going to record on my own. It's probably going to be pretty short. I was thinking, well, actually, we've had a couple of podcast episodes go live on the website by now. And um, the other day I was talking to a good friend of mine who also kind of studies the occult a little bit. And he was telling me how much he loved listening to our episode about Kabbalah. And he said, I listened and I listened and I listened all the way through. I got some great information out of it. I thought it was really informative. But I kept waiting for you to answer one question. And I said to him, what? What was the one question? What was the one question that we forgot to answer? He said, you never answered the question, why? Why do you study all of this stuff? Why is this stuff so important to you? Why have you put so much time and energy into into Kabbalah, into the occult, into all of this stuff? And I thought that was a good question. I've been giving it some thought, and I'm going to talk about it tonight. I'm going to talk about it while I taste a beer, since that's kind of what this podcast is about. Um, and tonight I'm going to be drinking the Deschutes Down and Dirty IPA. I honestly don't know anything about this beer. I I got it at a little local shop. I was hoping to get something from, I think they're called Seven Devils Brewery, which is a, a brewery in Coos Bay, Oregon, but um, it was only available in growlers, and I didn't need to get another growler because, you know, if you if you drink beer, you've got plenty of growlers already. All right, so excuse all the background noise here. While I open my beer. Ah, I hope you could hear that. I bet you you could. All right, so this beer. 80 IBUs, 6.3 alcohol by volume. I'm pouring it into a plastic hotel cup just so I can get some coloring. Picture. Ooh. It is a nice amber-colored IPA. I'm drinking this in sort of a dark corner of the room, so I don't have a really good picture of what it looks like. But great, strong yeast and, and hop smell. Wow, that tastes a lot. Honestly, it tastes a lot like a nice homebrewed IPA. It's got it's got a complex bitter profile. Ah, it's a pretty straightforward hop character. I like it. It's good. It's tasty. I'd recommend this. If you ever have to answer the question why, I would suggest drinking a Deschutes 
down and dirty ipa sorry about all the background noise i just got this new recorder it's a it's a task cam recorder i'm trying to figure out exactly how it works one of the things i've discovered is i can't talk uh directly in front of where the microphones are i have to be off a little bit to the side so i'm going to turn this a little bit like that so you guys get a good clear picture of my voice all right so why 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 I think really the, the answer to that question changes. The why when I was, you know, because I've, I've been studying the occult since I was a kid. And the why then was a lot different than the why now. I almost want to tie part of the why then. I think there are a number of factors. You know, when I was, when I first started out, there were a number of factors that got me started. One of them was uh, being brought up in a household that wasn't particularly religious in a community that was fairly religious. So we went to a Unitarian Universalist congregation when I was younger, uh, one that my dad helped um, start, and it was super generic. You know, I was young. They had sort of a Sunday school kind of thing, but if you don't know anything about the, the Unitarian Universalists or the, the UUs, as I like to call them, they uh they don't have a whole lot of dogma or or strict rules so everything is fairly open like they encourage you to be spiritual they encourage you to consider believing in in a supreme being or a god or something of that nature but they don't really tell you what it's supposed to be and this was in a community you know the the small town i grew up in was filled with people in churches, biblical literalists, evangelical Christians. I mean, around every corner there were churches and churches and churches and Mormons. And, and so I was surrounded by people who had these this dogma and these beliefs. And I was curious. I was like, what is going on out there? Why? You know, my question was, I was trying to answer the why. And I started looking into this. Another thing that really influenced me a lot was Dungeons and Dragons those scared moms in the 80s were right dungeons and dragons totally led me down a dark path it, it wasn't a dark path it was a path of dis self-discovery and that sort of thing but you know in dungeons and dragons you're introduced to magic and supernatural and stuff and you know i mean it's given rules and it's very complicated it's nothing like how any of that works in the real world or how it's supposed to work in the real world but it's still there uh, <clears throat> So that got me started. But the funny thing is when you start out on a path like that and you continue on it, your life goes in really weird directions. You meet interesting people. You learn new and unconventional ways of approaching problems and thinking about things. You discover a lot about yourself and the world around you much of which is very uncomfortable. And over time, over time, I think you run into a spot where you have to pick, am I going to go further down the rabbit hole or am, am I going to back out? And you can see this, you know, some people study the occult for a while or dabble in it for a while, maybe even like dive in super deep for a little while. And it just doesn't stick with them. It's just not for them. 
other people end up obsessed with it to such a degree that they ignore, for instance, science and common sense and go completely in the other direction. For me, a big part of it is is about self-discovery and understanding the world. I have a really difficult time being content with how things are supposed to be. I, I'm putting air quotes around that. Supposed to be. You know, we... It's it's sort of the standard shtick you get from anybody who's going through a rebellious phase or a rebellious life, you know, where they don't necessarily want to have the life where you get married and have kids and buy a house and get a career and you work your ass off and, you know, retire when you're 65 and then you play golf and go fishing and, you know, die surrounded by your loved ones and all that sort of stuff. You know, like the, the path, the American path that, that we're sort of that's sort of the uh, the social, the societally acceptable way of living and and going about things. It 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 feels hollow to me. So that's a really big reason why. Another reason why you know, that hollowness is, is 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 key because that hollowness tells me that there's something else there. There's a there's a level of meaning or a level of understanding that we are not privy to in everyday you know we we don't nobody tells us what's really happening a lot of times nobody tells us what's really happening because nobody knows what's really happening and even when you start to see what's really happening there aren't words to describe it this is something that if you haven't studied the occult probably sounds like the words of a madman and they might be the words of a madman but it's really key to it's really key to the why. But the why also, it gets reinforced. You know, I mentioned earlier that your your life ends up going in some strange directions. You meet really fascinating people. You meet people and learn things about the way that the world has worked or the way that people have worked or the way that stuff has fit together in the past that gets ignored or discarded or thrown away. Um, you learn about the uncertainties of life or the uncertainties of the systems of life that, that we... Uh, whitewash over or ignore you learn that you learn that there are more than two sides to every argument you learn that things aren't just black and white that there are infinite shades of gray you learn that there are experiences that you can have within yourself and without yourself that defy explanation and sometimes even defy normal perception sometimes you end up having experiences that you could describe as like transcendental or spiritual that change the way you look at the world in a way that you just can't turn around and ignore so a lot of that is the why this ipa is getting a lot better now that it opens up there's a there's a good uh roasty malt note that sort of floats along behind the bitterness the head which is not diminishing quickly it's it's a it's a nice firm head there's a great effervescence to it i don't know how much of that comes from drinking it out of a plastic hotel room cup but i almost don't care because it's super tasty good job to shoots i'm really happy with this one all right now i've i've answered that that why question i would love to hear the why question answered by some of you listeners out there why is it that 
I know a lot of you are into the occult, and I want to know why you are. I also know that a lot of you aren't or are just listening to this because you know uh, Matt or Joey or I or all three of us and are curious as to what the heck makes us three weirdos tick. So I'd like to hear your whys. You know, why, why do you live the uh, spiritual life that you have? Do you have a spiritual life? Um, I know that these days it's fairly common to come across people who are atheist or agnostic or, uh, what is it, spiritual but not religious, SBNRs. And why is that your path? Why did you choose that? It's hard to look at sometimes. It's hard to... Yeah, it's hard. And I think perhaps perhaps maybe I didn't even answer the really why question. Why Kabbalah? And that, I think Kabbalah appeals to a specific mindset. Kabbalah appeals to a specific sort of person who uh, tends to be overly analytical and wants things to fit into a system. I think it appeals to a person kind of like me. And the complexity of it and the richness of it uh, they just sing to me like you know there's this whole thing where it's like this beautiful ancient language the complexity of the of the numbers interlocking together the the historical rich richness and depth to it uh, all wrapped around this this promise of of explanation this promise of exposition where when you dive into it and when you study it and when you use it and when you master various parts of it it opens up new eras new areas of understanding and comprehension that is a really big why for kabbalah for me now a lot of people you know kabbalah is is so uh, weird or so unusual that it's really really difficult to explain to people when they're first starting out and uh, i've been running this kabbalah club at our local scottish rite and that's been fascinating because the insights of people as they're just starting out or or the depths you have to excuse this beer's making me a little uh, burpy uh the the depths of understanding or non-understanding that different people have you know how they how they experience and learn the hebrew alphabet or how they experience and learn various parts of the kabbalah i just love seeing it i love when they have these sort of moments of comprehension there said oh i i understand what this is talking about or or oh this vision of god or this description of god makes so much sense or uh or even you know the descriptions of various aspects or attributes of the world you know such as the concept of like fear of god or or even yeah it's that's that's the why for kabbalah it teaches you things in ways that you did not expect and it teaches you a lot of things that are baffling and true i think so i rode out here i came out here to the coast in a uh, zip car and it's for a masonic event but uh, it's about it's almost it's like a four-hour drive from portland uh and the other day a buddy of mine told me about this podcast called tanis and so I downloaded a bunch of episodes onto my phone. I listened to them all the way out here, and it is a great podcast. It's really spooky. I don't know if we've talked about this in the podcast on this podcast before, but I am not super podcast literate, so I'm still exploring the world of podcasts and seeing what they're like. I think I'm a little uh, over enthusiastic about recording this one. In in fact, 
and uh, Tannis is great. It's about a weird conspiracy theory. There's it ties into like history, and I'm pretty sure it's fictional. It's got these great fictional characters. Uh, it's super fun. I'm it, it's it's got three seasons so far. I don't know exactly how many episodes that is. That's probably like forty or so. I'm really enjoying it. Don't tell me how it ends. I, I'm looking forward to the story unfolding. I've also been listening to a podcast, uh, A Cult of Personality. I'm sure everybody has heard of that one already. That's a great one. It is interviews. They're all interviews between um, between a guy with a super serious voice whose name I can't remember. I think it might be Greg. And various occult authors or paranormal authors or experts or, or things like that. Uh, and just recently he added a, uh, a co-host. And that one's really good. It's been going on for a while. And another one that I've really been liking is the Alex cast, which is not always very occult related. And it's recorded by a guy in Portland, Oregon. Um, Alex, if you're listening to this, good job with your podcast. I enjoy listening to it. Thank you. And that's about it. That's about it. I think this is going to be the end of this episode. I think it's kind of a short one. You can find My Alchemical Bromance online at, you ready for this, myalchemicalbromance.com. We are endeavoring and halfway failing to have at least one episode come out a month. Uh, Hopefully we'll be able to pick up on that and get a little bit more serious with it. And thanks for listening, and I hope that you come back soon. I'm not going to